listening to the Real Life Church Podcast. To learn more about Real Life Church, including our gathering times in Yuma, Arizona, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com. Today's talk comes from Pastor Bob Van Horn. You know what? I'm really glad you're with us today. We're here at Real Life Church, continuing our study in the book of 1 Timothy, talking about church matters. And we find ourselves now in this area, in this book, where Paul is instructing Timothy about lots of different, well, church matters, things that happen in church that we need or the church needs to address. Today, we're going to be talking about one of those topics that, again, doesn't come up a lot, but it's still contained in God's Word, and we as a church ought to consider it, well, a value. Today, we're talking about widows. We're talking about the church taking care of widows. Now, I don't know whether you know about this, but in 1981, there was a report. Now, did you catch the year 1981? There was a report talking about the brutality that older people face. Now, I never had done any kind of research in this, but did you know that over 1 million elderly Americans are abused by their relatives? That would be about one in every 25. I mean, it ranks right up there just below child abuse. One in six adults, usually over the age of 75, are victims of some type of abuse, most likely committed by the son. Can you believe it? Not the daughter, the son. All right, mom, if you're listening today, I didn't do it, okay? Now, we're not necessarily talking about sexual abuse. I mean, we're talking about emotional abuse. We're talking about taking advantage of the elderly. And again, it's a topic that really we don't talk a lot about, taking care of widows. Now, like I said, it's not a real popular topic. But Paul does address Timothy in this area, and it's something that should concern the church. Maybe. Paul is trying to get us as a church to realize the importance of this topic in taking care of widows. It said in 2013, our generation continues to get older and older and older. So what does the Bible say? A lot, really. Believe it or not, this is not the only place in the Bible where it says that we should take care of widows or orphans. Matter of fact, the scriptures are quite clear from basically beginning to end, that it is the church's responsibility to look out for the widows and the orphans. So let's read our passage today. It's rather lengthy. Matter of fact, usually um, I don't bite off uh, this amount of scripture, but today we're going to look at it in its entirety, talking about, again, honoring widows. If you're following along with me, I'm in chapter 5, picking up in verse 3, and I am going to go all the way through 16. It says, honor widows who are widows indeed. But if any widow has children or grandchildren, they must first learn to practice piety in regard to their own family and to make some return to their parents. For this is acceptable in the sight of God. Now, we're going to come back to that in a couple seconds now. Now, she who is a widow indeed, who has been left alone, has fixed her hope on God and continues in entreaties and prayers night and day. But she who gives herself to wanton pleasure is dead even 
while she lives. Prescribe these things as well, so that they may be above reproach, but if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those in his household, he's denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Those are some pretty strong words there. Now, verse 9 and going on. A widow is to be put on the list only if she is not less than 60 years old, having been the wife of one man, having a good reputation for good works, and if she has brought up her children, if she has shown hospitality to strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has assisted those in distress, and if she has devoted herself to every good work. But then Paul warns in verse 11, but refuse to put younger widows on the list, for when they feel sensual desires in disregard of Christ, they want to get married, thus incurring condemnation, because they have set their they have set aside their previous pledge. At the same time, they also learn to be idle as they go around from house to house, not merely being and not merely idle, but also gossips and busybodies talking about things not proper to mention. Verse 14, Paul says, Therefore, I want younger widows to get married, to bear children, to keep house, and to give the enemy no occasion for reproach. For some have already turned aside to follow Satan. If any woman who is a believer and has dependent widows, she must assist them, and the church must not be burdened, so that it may assist those who are widows indeed. Now, that's a lot, by the way, and there's so much in that passage, but it really comes down to, well, two different types of widows that we're talking about. We're talking about widows that are widows indeed, in other words, truly widows with need, and secondly, widows who are not so much in need, widows who have family members or children or grandchildren um, that can take care of them. And then he also kind of throws this other group in here, widows who are young enough to remarry. And then he throws a fourth group in there, widows who are basically living for their own personal pleasure than for God. So this is really a difficult passage, especially if you're trying to look at it and and get some application from it. I mean, what are we going to do after reading this passage, and what is the church's responsibility? So let's kind of divide it up really quick. Let's talk about women, first of all, who are the, the widows as Paul describes, indeed. The women who are over age 60, who've been, again, widowed, and have no grandchildren or no children to take care of them, and they've been faithful to God and faithful to his work, and they've raised their families up in a godlike manner. Paul is insistent that the church take care of those widows. Now, He's not disrespecting the other widows by not putting them on the list. What he's saying is there is no one else, and the church has an obligation to take care of those widows. They should be held in high esteem because they are, even though widowed, people of value, and the church ought to step up. That's what it means to honor those widows. Now, obviously, the widows we're talking about have some attachment to the church. They have been found faithful. Basically, Paul lays out a whole bunch of qualifications. Basically, 
uh, verses 9 through 10, uh, and then verses 3 through 5. I mean, he, he lays it out there. And then he also talks about those widows who are not widows indeed, and again, widows who are living for themselves, the younger widows, um, and then widows who have family members that can take care of them. Wow. All right. So how do you and I use this passage? I mean, what is it saying to us? A couple things. First of all, let's, let's kind of look at the broader big picture of this. Ladies and, and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it's important to raise your family in a God-fearing manner. All right, if, if you're wanting help, then raise your family right, okay? And w- ladies, you are so indispensable in this. I mean, nobody can take your place. You're going to often be the driving forces behind this. Raise your family in a God-fearing manner. Be a godly woman of character. Secondly, this is important. Churches, we have a responsibility to honor and care for those elderly parents, especially the widows. Again, this is counterculture. Again, what we've done is we've allowed the state or an agency, or an organization to take care of the widows, and it ought to be the church's very first responsibility. Also, let me just say this to some of you out there also. When your mom or your dad is getting to that point in their age where you find yourself having to make the decisions and and helping out, do it, because it honors God. Matter of fact, if you see in that passage, those that take care of their aging parents, those that make special accommodations for them, they are honored by God. God sees that of value. So that's important. And then there's this other group out there, the the, the widows who are widows that are at a younger age. It almost sounds like, I don't know if I can say this or not, it almost sounds like Paul is being sexist. It, it sounds that way to me a little bit because he's saying, well, if you're a younger widow, well, just go out and get remarried and, you know, go on with life. I don't think Paul's trying to minimize it. What he's trying to say is this is when the church should step in, when a widow has no one else and has no other ability to go back to work or go to work to be able to take care of their family. I don't think he's trying to minimize your loss. What he's trying to do is say, this is when the church should step in and take control. Now, I'm I'm going to tell you at Real Life Church, where I pastor, we have some widows, and I am so thrilled to tell you that a couple of them have been engaged in our church for a long time, and our church, the small group ministry in our church, has adopted them has helped them with their needs, physical needs. Uh, They go shopping for them. They take care of them. And I can't tell you how proud I am as a pastor because I believe that's what Paul's talking about in Timothy when he says that the church ought to take care of the widows. Man, I hope you got something. If you've got questions, feel free, okay? Feel free to drop me an email, text me, or whatever question you might have. All right, let me pray for you. Father, thank you again um, for this passage. Like we said, it's a passage, Lord, that often 
we're probably just going to skim right over. It's a passage that's not really all that vibrant to our life, maybe where we're living right now, but it might be. And I pray, Father, again, that we as a church would be busy about fulfilling these things that Paul writes Timothy concerning the church. God, I pray that we would be obedient to it, we would be found faithful to it, and that we would honor and take care of the widows in our midst. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. God bless you, and I'll see you back next week. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com or download the Real Life Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Real Life Church Podcast.